This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. My name is Logan, and that, of course, means you're listening to another episode of the Crowncast. And we keep winning games, baby. This is the way I like it. A lot oh, yeah. of people, a lot of people doubt in the team. A lot of good reasons to potentially doubt this team. But we keep winning games, and here to talk to me today about winning games is a very special guest. I have uh, Cuddy Cutright, the VP of Urban Music and Creative Marketing for Odic Records. Yes, Thank you. ODIC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you uh, doing, man? I am. Well, right now I'm buzzing because we keep winning oh, football yeah, matches. Definitely. Um, but you have a what we're going to call a simpler title, and that is you are the Charlotte Jingle King. Yes, sir. And not only are you the Jingle King, you have actually done jingles. For Charlotte FC. So yes, sir. The, yes, sir. It's called Let the Games Begin. Uh, around the time where the inauguration was happening, I created a, a, a great jingle for Charlotte FC, and they got a lot of buzz from it, man. You know, it's called Let the Games Begin. Uh, so yeah. I I have heard it. Okay. And uh, anyone who has not heard it will hear it later. Okay. Because when we do the sort of just general post online, we're you. putting that in the background. Okay. Because definitely. it's awesome. I appreciate that. Um, it's, it's very, very hype. It's one of the things that you can see being played in a stadium. People going uh, crazy yeah. for it, getting ready you for know, the I team. seen that today. I was sitting there daydreaming, and I was like, oh, I hear the song. Even though um, I hear the song. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really, really good. And if you want to hear that... We will get to where uh, people can follow you a little bit later, uh, and you can look for a very short snippet of it for the release with this video. We are going to dive in because you are a Charlotte FC fan. Yes, sir. And uh, finding out that we have this connection, because I don't know that much about the music industry. Yeah. And it's so interesting to see how this game has bridged worlds. Yes, definitely. I am an analyst for football. I sit down and I look at the X's and the O's, and I see how a game is played out. And to find out that I share this with somebody in a totally different world, yes, right? It's it's really really interesting, and that is what sport does. It brings people together from all walks of life. Exactly. So, and that's actually why I actually enjoy doing jingles for sports teams because you can't you can you got to stay neutral if you get what I'm saying. Everyone can hear it. It was one time. It was a guy in a wheelchair, 68 year old uh, veteran. I'll never forget it. He stood up and he said, "Man, I don't like rap music, but what you did for my team, I love it." And once he did that, man, that kind of made me, you know, <laughs> it really sparked me to continue. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That is inspiring. I am going to bring you in, and we do this, you know, if you're a guest on this podcast, we make you a part of the podcast. Okay. Uh, we didn't tell you about this beforehand. Unfortunately, we now own you. <laughs> it's, there's, a, there's a couple of rights challenges in there. Don't call your lawyers. I got you. Um, but I'm going to ask you, we give away crowns and cards <laughs> for every post react. I think today it makes sense that we give out one crown and one card apiece. Okay. Uh, we kind of had an up and down performance. We pulled it out in the end. Big yeah. win. Yeah. Uh, would you like to start with giving out the crowns or would you like to start with giving out the cards? Uh, I would give out a card to my man Derek Jones, number 20. I felt like he wasn't focused and locked in today. I don't know if something was troubling him, but, you know, from a previous discussion, I heard, you know, he's kind of slow a little bit and things like that from, you know, when we talked about what we talked about. But uh, I just felt like he wasn't locked in today. Yeah, he was definitely not locked in. Derek is one of those players who, when he's on, uh, I, actually one of my favorite things to watch during games is watch people bounce off Derek Jones. Yeah, because he's not only a very tall person, he's a very strong person. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like he's, a big guy. He's he's a very large guy, and what that means is, unfortunately, the more mass you have to move, yeah, not necessarily the fastest guy. Exactly. But people go into him and they challenge him, yep. and they're like, "I'm going to knock you off this ball," uh-huh. and you watch them run into Derek Jones, and they just bounce off brick wall, <laughs> brick wall. Unfortunately, what that means is when the game is as open as we saw today, yeah. 
he's got to cover a lot of space. Yeah. And suddenly the other guy start, might be quicker than him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly those little speedy guys. Yeah. Are a lot more trouble for him than when he only has to handle a, a smaller space. Yeah, I think it's a really good shout out today. Um, Christian Latanzio in the press conference uh, actually echoed something that you've already said. Yeah, and that's one or their goal today was partially caused by Derek Jones being out of position. Yeah, and so for a casual fan of soccer to have picked that out, yeah, I would say like that first time too. You know, yep. first time, first time in the stadium, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not in the stadium, but for Charlotte FC. Oh yeah, for you know what, man? It was a it was a phenomenal experience, man. I loved it. The section that we sat in with all the fans going crazy. It's it's definitely good for the culture, man. Definitely okay. for the good culture, and for the city of Charlotte as well. Oh yeah, um, they. I think somewhere in that tagline is here to party. Yeah, and they achieve that. I think definitely. it's it's safe to say. Definitely. I'm gonna give out my card for the match. And my card for the match is going to go to Adilson Melanda. Okay. And Adilson Melanda is a defender. Uh, he was playing today sort of on the right side, and yeah. he had a big job. I'm not going to say this card is really intended to, like, dig down Adilson Melanda. Yeah. I think Adilson Melanda got handed a bigger challenge. Yeah, a big responsibility. Than a, than a defender of his age yeah. is, is ready for, right? So when we were attacking up the right wing today, we were seeing uh, another young player, Jalen Lindsay having to cover a lot of space up and uh-huh. down the, the wing. They pulled him out at like 60 minutes because he was dead. Yeah. You know, your legs only go so far, right? <laughs> but what that meant is that Adil Samalanda, another young, I think he's 21-year-old, is now responsible for not just his position, but the space vacated by that wing. Really, really challenging. And I think today we saw some of the limitations in Adilson's game, not that I think are permanent, but are the challenges of a young man. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And you got to be you got to be a super player man actually like cuz I look at a lot of sports. But today actually seeing soccer for the first time out of my eyes like to witness it, man, you have to be a superior athlete to be able to run up and down the field constantly feet tangled, you know. <laughs> it, <laughs> falling and sliding like you know, soccer is a real intense sport, man. It gets into it um we did actually we did we win this game yeah right so despite the fact that we start on talking about some stuff that was a little downhill in the first half i I do think we should dive into some people that we get to talk really good about oh yeah because i think there's at least two and potentially three or four out there that deserve a shout out yeah um why don't you go ahead and give me your crown uh i gotta give it to my man cambridge for uh for coming in the clutch today Mm. you know at, at the half we were down but you know down not out and he definitely came through in the clutch for the team, man, and made some things happen. And, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, a player to rile the whole entire team up. And, and you know, the uh, – the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, when you got the home field advantage, mm-hmm. the uh, the crowd. Oh, uh, the, the atmosphere. Yeah, there we go, the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? That really, like – I think that has something to do with it as well, too. Because, like I said, sitting in the section we were sitting, like, I know that's, like, the fan section. I don't know if the whole entire stadium has a fan section like that, but – just for that fan section in general, like, man, you had to feel the power. You had to feel the energy, you know. So I know the players felt that as well. It's, it's actually – so one of the ultimate questions of sports is are the, the players sport, supposed to build up the fans yeah. or are the fans supposed to be there to build up the players, right? And ultimately what you get is some sort of amalgamation of sometimes the fans are really in it and it yep. helps lift the players. Sometimes the players are really in it and the fans get behind that drive, right? Uh and obviously, in a perfect world, everybody's hyping each other up endlessly. Yeah. It takes a certain level of 
I don't want to call it devil may care. It takes a certain level of grit and a certain level of I am the guy yeah. and belief to do Definitely. what Brandon Cambridge did Definitely. today. Because not that the, the atmosphere was quiet, but he has a directness, yeah. right? You, you can see when he gets on the ball, there's no, well, I'm not going to say there's no trickery because he'll do one trick or two. But it's not, I'm going to run around for 10 minutes and try and trick eight people and do nothing. Yeah. It's, if I need to beat one guy, I'll beat him, and then I'm going to the goal. Exactly. And if I don't need to beat one guy, I'm going directly to to the goal. Exactly, going to the goal either way. (laughs) And he he asks this question of defenders. He says, I am going. You know I'm going. Can you stop me? Can you stop me? Right? And we talked about this on a previous podcast about Brandon Cambridge. And the question was, if you are good enough— are you old enough? This is another young man yeah. who today hit spotlight levels, right? I mean, was the stadium fully chanting his name? Hey, listen, they were going crazy. They were going, they were going nuts, crazy. Right? Jersey sales going up. Jersey sales, <laughs> Jersey sales are going up. This guy had a remarkable game. And that that drive, that spirit, that want to go towards the danger zone, I love it. I love to see it in a young player. I love to see the goldfish memory because – his first interaction with the ball, he missed. Yeah. He, he had the ball rolled underneath his feet. It was a bad touch, right? Was that the thing he remembered? No. Nope. Got the ball again, went right back at it again. Uh, We're going to talk about him extensively on, <laughs> on the tactics breakdown episode of this one. For right now, I think we can just reliably say that uh, Brandon Cambridge made us all happy today. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of fans were home happy today, man. Oh. A lot, and I'm one of them. Yep. You know, I, I'll be at a few more games, most definitely. Like I said, I love the atmosphere, the environment. I'm glad we got a win. Yep. We were the lucky charm. Me and my man Mark Kelly, we were the lucky charms today. <laughs> we were definitely the lucky charms. I am going <clears> to uh, go on to my crown because I think somebody who did a good job today, despite the fact that he is known to have some sort of emotional flare-ups and and react a little bit too much, yeah. is Enzo Capetti. Yeah. Um, Enzo is one of those players who to an extent, you either love him or you hate him, right? He's going to look for contact in the box. He's going to go down. He's going to put defenders under pressure. He's going to run people ragged. He's another guy who's consistently going to go, I'm your problem today, yep. buddy. Can you solve it? Exactly. Right? And especially on a on a day like today, he was actually one of our only options to escape pressure. Yeah. So you might have seen whenever we were stuck in our defense, sooner or later somebody looked up and said, Enzo's there, yeah. and they just hit it straight to Enzo. Yeah. And you know what? That's one guy surrounded by three or four defenders. Enzo wins the ball, what, 50% of the time? Oh. I mean, I'm no mathematician, right? But uh, something tells me that 1v4 and you're, yeah. you're coming out 50% wins. Exactly. That's a pretty, That's a good, percentage. Pretty, pretty good amount of effort, right? <laughs> uh, I think Enzo's effort is what uh, I think he gets a little flick on for yeah. the second goal to get the ball to, to Brandon for the, the second goal, who we didn't even mention had a brace. Um, he scored two goals in one game as a kid. Amazing. Uh, Bright future. But – you know, did you see that from Enzo as well? Did you see that same sort of <clears throat> fight and hunger? Man, you know what? Every time I looked up, man, I seen Enzo was on the floor. He was getting undercut. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of things. But I felt like he really put that work, that blood, that sweat, you know, that that heart into the game today, man. You know, and sometimes even if you don't maybe score a goal, you know, it's just really that effort because it's a team game at the end of the day. So, and and I, I will con- if you want to trade places today, he was like what a Draymond Green is to the Golden State Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Just not to switch, but if you get the if you get what I'm saying from that. Yep. You know, sometimes Draymond may not score no points, but his presence, 
you know, may help lead the team to a victory. So, you know, today he was Draymond, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think uh, maybe there's an argument that he was a little bit too uh, emotional in his reactions today. Yeah, yeah. But you also have to acknowledge the fact that the I, – I really try not to talk about referees. Yeah. I think that the referees are something outside of our control. Yeah, definitely. Right. We have to focus as fans of the team, as analysts of the team. You have to focus on what the team can control. And referees are their own space. Yeah, right definitely, there. man. Um, they literally live in a box that on the door – says do not approach, yeah. right? Like you are not allowed to talk to these people. You're not allowed to question these people. And part of that is for good reason, but I do think it has to be said, Enzo wins a penalty yeah. on like the third minute of this yeah. game. And if that penalty is fairly given, and there are a couple of other ones you could argue are penalties, right? Yeah, he right? on the floor a lot. They're decisions, <laughs> they're decisions for the referee to make. Yeah. But the referee had, in my opinion, really, really bad game. Yeah. And... If that first one is given, all of a sudden Enzo has used that ferocity to to take this team to a point that it doesn't need to come back. Yeah, that was maybe, motivation. Maybe it takes that energy and goes on and scores three or four, right? Yeah. Um, so I think he does deserve a shout-out today. Uh, I think he put in a really, really good shift. And it's just fun to watch. At the end of the day, when you win <laughs> – it's fun. I mean, I, I, I'm, <laughs> it I'm sucks a, when you lose, but it's, you know when you win, it's always fun. It's always good when you win, man. I'm a bit of a nerd. I mean, I I still get into the weeds. Like even when we lose, it's still fun to analyze. Yeah. But it's way more fun to talk about yeah, it when, when we, we win, win, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, before we get into starting to wrap the show up, okay, um, I want to you know ask you. You wear many hats. I do. What are you? I wish I had on? hair under the hats. Let me stop talking. <laughs> I actually, I'll be totally honest with you. I, I've never seen you without a hat on. So I'm going to assume, I'm just going to, I'm going to take your word for it. So uh, basically, as you know, I am the VP of Urban Music and Creative Marketing for Odic Records. We have a lot of big things coming up in the future. Uh, we have a record with Gabby Gabbana, who just actually won her first Billboard uh, plaque, number 35, top 100, hot urban, if I'm not mistaken, right? It was, yeah. Yep, uh, for no for major airplay. So uh, she's got a new record that we've been working on that's about to release. You know, I have a new Panther song I'm about to release. Uh, my son's about to graduate fifth grade. Hey, <laughs> you know, future things I'm working on. You know, that I'm looking forward to. But definitely, it's gonna uh, gonna be a hot summer. It's gonna be a good year, man. Definitely, man. Most certainly. Well, I will uh, tell you. Obviously, we're super glad to have you on the show today. If people want to go out and find you. Where should they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Cutty Cut Right. You can, uh, of course, check me out on Twitter at Cutty Cut Right One. I have a lot of fans on Twitter from my jingle writing, from you know a lot of the sports teams. If you want to catch me on Facebook, Cutty Cut Right. You can also look me up on OdigRecords.com too. Uh, I'm on that website as well. Uh, you can call me, man. Nine eight zero. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And oh yeah, the 704 Culture Hip Hop Awards is uh, a show for Charlotte. Mm -hmm. uh, that I put together uh, a few years ago, and this is going on the third or fourth year. It's a real good show, just bringing the whole culture of the city together from uh, music, arts, fashion, sports, entertainment. So, you know, that's a good situation as well that I'm working on too. So and that's June really, 25th. That's really awesome to hear, and I have it on good authority that not only are you doing this, but you put kind of your heart, soul, blood, and sweat into yes, this. Yes, yes, sir. And, and you didn't tell me this. Mark didn't tell me this. This was told to me completely, you know, uh, 
outside of the regular scope. I got you. Danelle came to me and she was like, "This is he. He puts his whole soul into this." Yeah, thing, you so. know, I mean, my birthday is tomorrow, so you know, being on the show hey, today. Yeah, being thank you, being on the show today is incredible. You know, it's, it, it 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 sends a warm feeling to my heart, man. Because like I said, I've done a lot over the years. Me and Mark were just sitting, going over a lot of things and accomplishments that I have done, man. From the Black and Blue Kickoff Live, Charlotte Sports Live. Uh, 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 Charlotte Thunder, Thomas Davis, he has an Arena League team. I did an intro for those guys. As you know, I got the Charlotte FC intro. Uh, so I've been uh, with NASCAR. Yeah, I've done a few videos for NASCAR. I had a video airing uh, Daytona 500. They aired it before that a few years ago. So I got a lot of accolades, man. You know, a lot of, a lot of accolades. I've been working for a long time, and I'm going to keep on working, brother. Keep on working. Sounds like a good plan. Um, so... If uh, real quick to to the people who are in your sphere okay. who want to get involved with Charlotte FC, want to go to a game, what would you say to those people? Come buy your tickets. Come, man. I had the best time today. You know, like I said, it was the first time for me actually coming to a game, and just like I said, being in the section we were in, it just it made me fall in love with soccer. I mean, I've always been a soccer fan. I watched the World Cup. I watched MLS. But when they bought MLS to Charlotte, it just made it like, oh man, it's in our home now. So yep. I have no choice but to tap in and actually, you know, like I said, this is my first game, so I appreciate it. But now I'm coming to more games. <laughs> it's good to hear it. You know, I love the camaraderie, you know, for All real. Right. So it, it was your first game in the stadium. Yep. I'm going to ask you to do our regular sign-off, and that is you have one sentence to wrap up your thoughts of what it was like to be there as Charlotte defeats Chicago Fire in a comeback win 2-1. What is your, what is your single sentence wrap-up? Today, Charlotte FC dominated. I think that's a really good one. For me, my single sentence wrap-up is going to be uh, momentum is real, and we are building it right now, and it's really, really fun to watch. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, as ever, if you have decided to spend your time with us, we love you. If you want to find us online, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore crown, the underscore crown underscore cast. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at the underscore crown cast. And if you want to find all of the amazing stuff that Josh and Ewan do on the blog, you can find that at crowncast.com. Net. I know I said it, but I'm going to say it again, especially when we win. We love you. We love you a lot. And we will talk to you again really, really quickly because tomorrow we're doing another one to do all the tactics of how all of this mess and the game against Atlanta went down. Goodbye. Queen City Podcast Network.com.